This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time, injury time. Look out, takes. Almunia saves. Look out, follows in. Almunia saves again. And now Wapner on the counter attack. Forestieri. Oh, I don't believe this. Here's Hawk. Dini. I do not believe what I've just seen. Trondini has scored from a Leicester penalty that was saved by Almunia. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. I've been keeping the man late, keeping the man late waiting. Uncle Ron, after he heard the words, sorry, Cabba, being used, which would be like a red rag to a bull, I shouldn't wonder. But Uncle Surf, you know what to do. Hit the old, uh, hit the old mic button. You, you, you saw the game today. What were your thoughts? Well, I, I'm baffled by the, by the eulogizing of this display. What score out of 10 would you give the Plymouth Argyle goalkeeper today, Peter? Well, the goalkeeper didn't have very much to do, which is what I've been saying. So I haven't been eulogising, but I've said that's the point where we've got to, where we haven't, one, got enough balls into the, uh, enough bodies into the box. It's a fundamental when we've got into areas to deliver a ball. But if it's only Bio in there, and Bio's had had a, a good week by football standards, two goals in three appearances, he's no knocking it as a goal scorer. Fair play. He's he's also worked his chuff out. So fair play to him. He's missed a, a sitter of an opportunity to at least work the keeper, to at least work the keeper today, and he didn't. And if he, if he does and it goes in, then obviously we're sitting here and we're all purring, thinking we've got absolutely what we deserve. But we didn't work him enough. We did not work him enough. And I think credit to Plymouth for their organisation. And I think things for basically for our management team to look out and go, okay, how do we work that better against Stoke? But it's not just a question for the management team. It's in terms of the coaching. It also does bring us back to he made four changes, but the one place he didn't make a change was up front, which was, and then he made uh, old crikey Ed Okeembe come on. For, he didn't change the one material place because he didn't feel, I would suggest, that the options he had on the bench were going to improve it. Otherwise, I think we'd have seen Ishmael make that change. And if hopefully we bring somebody in, that might give us something. But I think that's your point. Is it well, yes, I've, I've said all summer that we needed a striker and there's still people calling for patience. And if it's a, a matter of shekels, as, as Rich puts it, then, <laughs> then why on earth did the club give Daniel Backman a five-year 
contract extension, which with it would have come a signing on fee, which is normal for contract extensions, and a probably great increase in wages. He nearly lost us the game today a couple of times, and we know he's not comfortable with the ball. There's no reason whatsoever, this is not hindsight, he had a year left on his deal. The club could have seen the first few weeks of the season how he would adapt to Ishmael's demands of him having to play out with his feet before giving him that fight. So that, that was insanity, and I said it at the time it was insanity, but it's being proven today. Absolute insanity. It's been proven today, but we haven't conceded a goal in the league, and Backman has kept two consecutive clean sheets. And I'm not disagreeing with your points about the the heart palpitations that we all went through and the chances that were created by him. So as, uh, I don't know if you heard Aaron from Plymouth come out saying one of his guys made, made Backman their man of the match, which is a fair play. It's the kind of thing we would do, and I'm proud of that. But it, it, it seems somewhat critical to say, one, why haven't we signed? Did you say why we hadn't signed a forward? Because we've given a goalkeeper a five-year no, contract. No, I don't no, think those no, two they're, things they're, no, are mutually oh, exclusive. I was, it was just joking regarding Rick okay, saying okay. they needed every penny they could get. It was more yeah. of a joke regarding that. No, it's unforgivable. Yeah, gotcha, I think gotcha, it's gotcha, the gotcha. owner being, once again, so overwhelmingly arrogant that he thought this game was a guaranteed three points, that he thought the start of the season was relatively easy. And he could get away with procrastinating and not bringing in the striker for the start of the season. It's, it's Once again, it's the owner messing about. If Kiefer Moore is unavailable, then he's unavailable. He's unavailable. And if Sorry Cabba supposedly wants to come to Watford, then why the hell isn't he here? Offer the right amount to either his club or to the player. Just do it. What are you waiting for? It's absolutely ridiculous. It, it reminds me of Glenn Roder. Do you remember when Glenn Roder was looking for a striker and, and it took him a year? And every week there was a <laughs> oh, new yeah. excuse. Sigurd Rushfield, do yes. you remember that in yes. the Watford Observer? Yes. Sorry, sorry, everybody. Ron and I are talking about 1994 <laughs> yeah. now. We flipped even further back in time than normal. Yeah, there was a time when to try to replace, and I'm sure most people will remember or will have heard of Paul Furlong, who was an astonishing centre forward good in the air a good right foot but a left foot that you could open a tin of beans with and we sold him to Chelsea for 2.3 million I think it was and built the rookery end if you sit in the rookery end you are literally sitting on Paul Furlong's legacy but replacing him was a devil's own job we bought in uh, a guy called Jamie Morley for 425,000 pounds and that number will carry me to the grave because he we overpaid by about 425,000 pounds the only defense he ever broke was Daniela Westbrooks and that was about it oh, she was and we, looking we, we, then, we, we it's better looking there. But yeah, but in fairness, the years have been no, hard, yes. like, for both me and Daniela. Let's be quite frank, right? But, but enough of such things. It's yes, it was a nightmare to try to get hold of a forward. But there, even in those times when getting hold of a decent forward was hard, we did actually pull out a few little gems. I know they didn't stay for long periods, but Kevin Phillips came out of that particular time looking at cash strapped opportunities. David Connolly got promoted from the from the academy and went on to have, I think it's fair to say, a fairly reasonable career in the top flight with West Ham and Wimbledon and all sorts. So there are still things to come out of this, I think. that That's fair enough. But there we go. There we go. There we go. I, I did hear a rumour that you were going to be maybe getting getting UK bound in August. 
Is is this any? Is there any possibility of this actually happening? Not in August. There's a possibility in November, but not in August. Oh no. <laughs> No, that would be wonderful. Yeah. That would be wonderful. Uh, Morris to, once uh, sung November spawned a monster. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say every day is no, like no, Sunday. No, I was no, going to no, say that no, has no relevance no, at all. You no, can see no, how veneer thin my Smith's intelligence yeah. is compared well, it's to your own. Solo. It's, no, it's Morrissey Solo. That, that's all Smith's. Oh, Morrissey Solo. God. Sorry. Hello, Justin. To meet another Morrissey yes, that's just for like you. To to Morrissey Thank you very much. <laughs> I very much appreciated it. Thank you. There you go. Justin comes up, talks Morrissey. I thought it was the Smiths. I do apologise. I did say veneer thin, but there you go. Anyway, we can look forward to Uncle potentially being on these shores in November. Can you imagine such a thing? In the meantime, though, let's get across to let's get across to Jack. We've been waiting forever. Sorry, Jack. I do apologise there, sir. But obviously, I wanted to hear from Rich because I knew he'd attended the at your place at your place event, and obviously some some really good uh, observations on the game, Jack. Jack, sir. Let, let us know what your thoughts are from the states. Well, Watford are well and truly back. We, you know, <laughs> we go on. Heart palpitations, completely different viewpoints on certain players than we had last week. It's, you know, it's everything you could hope for. For the 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 five word review or four word review that I submitted was was headless chickens all around, and I, I want to stress that that was solely about the finishing on both sides uh -huh. I couldn't believe uh, some of the chances that were missed we talk about bio I think Aspria sent one over the bar and and there were a couple of shots I think near the end that Plymouth sent wide that probably could have ended it for us yeah. Um, yeah. If 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 we had, I've got to ask. I've got to ask. This is some great background music. Oh, it sounds like you're in an elevator or a shopping mall. Which um, which 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 one's most? I'm strong? sitting in the in a park in the middle of DC. I I went to a pub for the game this morning, and I I didn't think you could hear it from there, but now I'm just sitting in the middle of a park. But where is this music coming from? It's it's about as far as to the other side of the park as you could get. I'll walk away from it so it doesn't. Oh no, no, we much. like this. This is a new feature that we should be looking to that we should be looking to do on spaces. People ringing in with their own backgrounds. If you've noticed, Ant comes on, plays his own theme tune. Here we are. Jack's got his own band playing in the park unintentionally. Oh, uh, well, go on. As I agree with what most what most people have been saying about Bachman. Not that I desperately want him to go. I think he's still trying to get used to the new system that he's being asked to play in. But but also, mm -hmm. I'm not sure if this is his hesitation or whether Val is telling him to do this, but he seems very reluctant to hoof it up the pitch or pass more than 20 yards. I don't know if anyone else noticed that. Yeah, yeah. No, there were a couple of times when... Uh... I think it's fair to say that uh, the, the nervous crowd that Rich alluded to and uh, that Neil mentioned there, he, he he was being encouraged, shall we play, to play it long. But, oh, we've, Jack, we're going we're gonna to have to leave you there because we've got even more than we had before of the background. I, but we look I walked further away from it. How could that be? I have no idea. The, the right. telephony is is right there. We're getting we're getting tom toms and snare drums and bass and all. All right, but sorry. Look, mate, 
We will hear you. We will get you soon next year. I'm so sorry. I failed to get Jack's blog from last week up to week, which I will do. But I will do. If you're going to be doing a blog from today, yes. I will put, be putting a double header match reviews from Jack up this week. So do look out for those. That That is obviously providing that Jack can get away from the from the jazz that's going on there, which is interesting. What can we do? Let's go to Paul Fiander Turner. Paul, sir, let's have a spinning wheel of death and see whether or not we can get to speak to Mr. Fiander Turner. Hey, Paul, how you doing? Very good, Peter. Yourself all right? <laughs> oh, yeah, very good. I think we're all sitting there looking, looking at it going, it was so good. It was like 95%, but that last 5%. Of the gold being the frustration. But what are your thoughts? thoughts? Yeah, I think you're you're on the money there. The crosses that went in just were slightly overhit or or slightly underhit. And then the second half when we made the four changes and then people forgot to cross and we started shooting instead. It was just one of those days really, but Plymouth were very well organised. They were very well drilled and they kept a good formation. And it's just one of those games that we could have lost that 1-0 last season and be absolutely hating everything, but... I suppose this is the way we've got to buy in. <laughs> we've got to buy into it, haven't we? It's a young team now with some lack of experience and we've got to trust the process that, that they're going to learn from Anil and go again instead of some of the heads dropping that we had last season with Kamara as an example, playing out of position or playing and not really caring. If he made a mistake last season, his head would drop or he'd just laugh it off and not care. These players today, they went again and that's all you can ask for in a reset really, isn't it? Um the people getting on Backman's um, back when he made a couple of mistakes, when he then pushed a few balls long, which is what he's more comfortable doing, it didn't work, did it? You know, what you, you get what you get really in this league. And um, if you want a goalkeeper to just kick it away, it's not going to play to our strengths because it's just going to come straight back again. He's got to learn a new role. We've got to trust him. We've got to allow him to make a few mistakes. And we've got to trust the process, haven't we? But we know he's a hot potato when he's got the ball at his feet. These things are going to happen, and we've just got to make sure that we've got a bit of a, a bit of calmness when a mistake happens instead of just jumping on these players all the time. This is the new world that we're in, and I just wish people would be a bit more patient. I really do. Very good. Paul, sir, thank you very much indeed. I will, I will jump across. Let's go, and, let's go and find out whether or not Ellie and Swearing Hello. Mom... Now, I saw a picture of Sweary Mum with, with nephews. Yeah, the other day. I'd taken them to a local football game. That was actually when Watford managed to win 4 0 against QPR. So that was quite a good day uh... out. Thoughts on today? Disappointed. I think it's a missed opportunity against a newly promoted team because newly promoted teams are normally not set up for success. I think Plymouth played well. And I just, every time. Danny Bashman plays out from the back. I have shivers and I mum goes, Oh fucking hell, here we go. He's gonna let one in. He's gonna Well, she is swearing mum. She has this to do it, it at that time. And and the thing is though, both our hands were just over our eyes on the laptop that I managed to set up a live got a live stream for. Yeah. But it's I just think it's a missed opportunity, Pete. I really do. I know it's only like the second league game. You have to set yourself up for success. And I don't believe, what is the strategy for the club for the season? Is it just to get into playoffs? Is it to get promoted? Like, where is that communication coming from? And have they really set themselves up for success? Well, I take issue with you to say that clubs who come up 
will always struggle because I think what you're thinking of is obviously Luton Town, who, uh, who lost. I believe it was <laughs> they lost four one at Brighton one today. I, Best news I'm, ever. <laughs> I'm, I may have just crowbarred that one in for for no apparent reason. I do apologise. <laughs> I should be bigger than that, but let's be uh, let's be honest. Everybody's sitting there going, "You're not." Don't Pete, worry, really Pete. Not. I sent really out not. a tweet to Luton and said, "Luton lose everywhere they go. Welcome to the Premier League." <laughs> Yeah, well, it'll be hard, but hey, they're there. They could, they can go and enjoy that. Enough of that. It's look, we're in third place. I don't think there's an issue with strategy, and I don't think I think a lot of people here will go look. If we're in tenth place at the end of the season, and we've still got Valerian Ishmael, and we're still playing football with the intent and with the intensity with which we played today as a strategy, you know what? That'll do because we have cut our cloth. We have we've had lots of conversation about shekels and other units of currency today mm. about how much we will spend on on a number nine that that it came out on Thursday confirmation that we are in negotiation and how far that is God alone knows to try to bring someone in. But the intent and the intensity is, I think, the reason why ninety percent of the calls tonight have been. Look, that was very nearly a really good a good performance. It was the goals at the end. Oh, is everybody disappointed as, as you are there? Yeah, of course we are. Because we'd love to have a win. We'd love mm. to be beating every single side. But actually, if we look at it in the stark light of day, it's two two league games. Let's just ignore Stevenish for the minute because let's face it, we always foul up the League Cup. But other than what, 79 and what, 2000 and three something like that or 2004 we always foul up the league but you've had two league games four goals scored i appreciate they were all in the first half of the first game but we've also had two clean sheets and yet, yeah obviously and i appreciate everybody's talking about danny backman and the the palpitations everybody's going to have of course we are because he's being played asked to play it in a way that is completely out of his comfort zone but those two clean sheets are still what's going to be on on the record in a month and at the end of the season. They will so, be, but I just feel quite strongly, Pete, that yeah, if we're going to whip cups and stuff, forget the cup, we need to concentrate on the league and we need to concentrate on getting back to the Premier League. That is what Pozzo's always come out and said. The aim is to get us back into the Premier League. It's where we belong. He's absolutely right, but we have to agree... I'm going to be controversial, and I'm so sorry. Oh, no, you be controversial. This is the home of controversy. Go on, fire away. I have to agree with what Uncle Ron said about having a striker in earlier and a good striker at that. I have to agree with him. And I just think, have we actually explored all the options? Yes, we're in the process of signing someone now, but are we going to wait until... Will they definitely have someone in? Are they stringing us along? And ideally, you would have your squad in early. Your transfers would have all been done early when the season ended. As soon as it opened up, you would have... We had the great the great redundancy, which was the right thing to do. We cleared out the shot mm. and we've brought in some good players. Livermore, questionable because of his injury lists. But do I think that we've bought well? Potentially, we will see what happens. I don't know. I'm I'm sceptical, I think is the best way to put it, about this season. I would love to think that we can get into the playoffs. That is like the dream and hopefully get back to the Premier League. Do I think this current crop of players can do it? I think we have time will tell, but Mm -hmm. it comes from having the right attitude. It comes from having the the right leadership at the top because behaviour breeds behaviour and it's about that leadership piece. And I don't think Dan Bashman is the right person for the captaincy. 
Okay, okay. So you say that being get, getting into the playoffs would be that would be success over the season. But yeah. we're in, we're in third place at the moment. We haven't conceded a goal at all, let alone an open play, and we've played played two games. So it's hard to see where what else they would be other than if we were on six points. So the difference comes down to whether or not Bio goes through and scores the goal. Yeah. Or works the keeper, or doesn't, and we all, we've all known games that are that get away from you. We could have had another striker there mm. who could have still missed. We could have brought on Reese Healy who missed a penalty on Tuesday. It happens to them all. When we talk about bringing in players early and before, I don't disagree with you. I think everybody would have loved to have seen all of the players signed in time for the the seven week pre pre season that was there. However. Contracts don't actually expire until the start of July. And we started the pre-season, I think it was on the 18th of June. So they they were never going to get done then. We've got various, we are definitely in the, shall we say, oh, it's wrong to say bargain bucket, but we are in the area, (laughs) we are in the areas where we are looking to not make a large capital outlay. The only capital outlay we've made has been the £50,000 for Tom Ince, and we'd like to see him come in because... Paul Ince's son, may I just point out? It was, I have to say, I have to say of all the things that that caught me this evening was was Neil Neil uh, Silverstein, who was on earlier on, and he said, and that's where we would like to see Tom Ince because his set pieces... Paul Tomins' set pieces are magnificent. And this podcast has never had the words ince and magnificent used in any sentence previously. I had a double take. I, I'm not a big fan of Paul Ince, and I appreciate your Man United connections. You would have once been a fan and then considered him to be when a dirty traitor. When I was traitor. little, he was like, when he was young, he was an absolutely great player, but he's a shite manager. The time will tell, but playoffs, I think, is where we need, where, is where we would like to be Very good. Um, as a team. I think that it'll be interesting to see what happens as the season progresses. And I'm glad that we didn't get a loss, which is what mum said. At least well, it's not a loss. Absolutely. And, and I agree with what you're saying about the management needing to be clear and concise and communicate well and being energetic. And I think that's probably ways of describing Valerian Ishmael to date. I think most people are are pretty pleased with what we've seen from him in terms of the performances that we've seen. But, but there we go. Thank you, Ellie. Regards to sweary mum, always lovely to Let's go to Ray and, and see what Ray's thoughts after after today's game. And then I think we're going to have a dip into the five-word reviews and the other assorted nonsense. Ray, how are you doing, mate? Yeah, good, thanks. I'm really impressed with, uh, with today's performance and last week's especially. I think much better than last season. I think the attitude and the mentality of the team is so much better so I think although we didn't take the chances today, I think we should my view is that we should be happy with what we're seeing and I think that's the key thing Good. we had the players last season and they didn't deliver at least we've got a squad that actually seems to care what's played for the team and that's and I really enjoyed today's game it's a shame we didn't actually put the goals in but there we go but regarding Backman I think mm-hmm. I was a bit worried about some of the passes they've been he's been, he's been asked to play that way and regarding exactly. the five-year contract, part of me wonders where he's been given a five-year contract because perhaps if he does have a good season this year, Watford could perhaps cash in on him. So I think they're perhaps looking at that that as well. That could be part of the reason. But overall, happy with what I've seen so far and hope it continues. 
I'd add just one thing to that excellent comment and points. Do you know what I really enjoyed today was, and I appreciate that those people who travelled to Stevenage on Tuesday only saw it for about 15 minutes, but in the league, we had a consistent level of performance across two games. Yes, we didn't score the goals, but you could see the pattern of play developing. You could see the fullbacks pushing inside and creating an overload in areas. And and I, I've already said, I thought Plymouth were, for, for me, far better than QPR last, last week. And I appreciate that is a very low bar to be competing against Plymouth, no offence. So I thought it was a good performance. I thought it, it was good there. Were there things to learn from in terms of finishing, getting bodies into the box, deliveries of those final balls that we got into so many good positions? And do we need to look at Backman in order that Ray and I don't have complete and utter coronaries each week? Yeah, that would be nice. Hey, when did anybody ever tell you following Watford was perfect? I don't think anybody did they. So I'm really pleased with that and the consistency and the what I think has been, I, I personally put that all at the door of, of Ishmael and his team bringing these guys together, cutting out the deadwood, the, I can't remember how uh, uh, Ellie described it, but getting the migration out of the way and working with a core group and hopefully making those better players. That would be nice, wouldn't it? That would be nice to, to see where we go. We're in third. We're in third. It's too ridiculously early to call, but would you say playoffs are how you're feeling at the moment over the season? Or yeah, I, what are your I, thoughts I, on it? I said on a, I think another podcast I was on, like, mm-hmm. I see that could be like the Boothoy season. Is that together this year? So I think we're going to have a surprisingly good season, and I think um, people will be surprised with how well we do. Oh, well, in that case, we look forward to monstering leads in the playoff final because that would be a <laughs> that would be a doozy. And all of those people with lead supporting relatives go, oh, God, please know anything. But there we go. Oh, well, there you go. There you go. I'm very pleased that Ray enjoyed that and I'm delighted for him to call in. That's lovely stuff. Let's go to a, a, a final call. Now, I'm not guessing. I'm not guessing. I think he will be on Chorleywood Common, even though it's slightly raining. Are you walking the dogs there, John? Hello, Peter. Sorry, I missed what you just said. Then it comes oh, out. you're not on Chorleywood Common. I thought you would be. I thought you'd be taking the dogs it, out for a it's stroll. It's pissing it down. <laughs> just like <laughs> I'm going nowhere. I know. Going, actually, to, Greg Riders, I'm actually sitting outside a tie waiting for my food to be made up. I had no idea. I had no idea you were such a fair weather dog. Oh walker. God, yeah. I thought you walked your dog come well, almost come hell or high water. But yeah, there we go. Well, well actually, luckily, I've managed to do that. Yeah. Apologies, I, I caught the start of everything and then I've missed most of it. That's all right. What are your thoughts? I don't know what anybody about what everybody well, else thinks. Yeah, I, I got a couple of thoughts, but also I'll, get, I'll give you a bit of a Plymouth perspective. And unfortunately, he's not here. Ooh. He's not here. But I was actually sitting with my Plymouth supporting mate today, watching the game. Ooh. And yeah, and I heard a few people saying they're disappointed with Plymouth and a few other things. And I missed the Green Army guy who came on. But yeah, for me, me first, and I'll talk about what, what my mate said. And I had wanting to get him on, but we just couldn't coordinate this. I I really enjoyed it. I, I honestly thought it was millimeters away from being similar to last week on many occasions. But we just mm-hmm. did not execute the final pass, the right decision. Just didn't create enough openings didn't work to keep it just enough but i came away really enjoying the game have no worries i've heard the last bits about bio we need a striker but he's getting into really good positions and a number of times and yeah you'd want him to go in and slot that one in and i think if we'd been say one in up he would have done do you mean and it's it's just that fine margin and and i don't know if a key for more running through is going to do that do you mean so you're you're asking different things so but i i just 
absolutely thought it was a really good overall game way better than we've been watching for ages and i'm just going to enjoy the ride this is fun i enjoyed it good stuff yeah fun 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 was my word last yeah. week and then i got usurped with a with an uplifting yeah, which is yeah, a very yeah, good yeah, word yeah. i like that yeah, very much fun indeed. And uplifting I'll, I'll take both yeah yeah oh, i yeah, like so those Plymouth's perspective is interesting because obviously i was seeing with him so we were just both talk i don't normally talk my way for a game a bit and we were just chatting about what was going on so i was explaining what we were doing he was explaining what they were doing a bit and so i was like you're your best player and he picked out and i don't know his name i can't remember because we see the, they're number two right barley mumba the first thing he did was put a, a pass out out of play and i was going well fucking hell we're gonna storm this and they're your best player but but his perspective a bit was he was going up the step up for them is unbelievable he said the difference in in space and time versus what they had last year he couldn't believe how much we were pressing gave them no time because i kept saying oh you feel i feel like you've come a bit defensive i'm a bit disappointed he goes no we're playing like we normally do but you're just not allowing us to play so he was really praiseworthy of us in the way we did it and what we were doing and his thing was just like he feels they're going to have i think they, i thought they were quite good in in places but it wasn't we said we're disappointed or the their application but he just says it's a massive difference you can see, and he can see that and i said actually there's a lot of rubbish in this championship as well but and we saw most of that mm. last week with qpr so i say, said i wouldn't be worried if i was you but i would i said yeah at the same time i said i'm watching this game quite impressed with us but having said that at the end of the day they created two clear-cut chances to one they could have snuck it. And he said, normally on inner games, they would beat people on the break, absolutely destroy them. And obviously he called out who as being outstanding. He got man of the match. I don't know what he yeah. said about that, but he's just said, he just stopped everything we were trying to do. But a, a lot of players I thought, I thought were still good today without us. I think we were just missing that. It's that one, 2% edge in, in all seriousness, but yeah. Yeah, that that was it for me a little bit, but yeah, it was good. I just enjoyed the game, well, it, but yeah. <laughs> Well, the I think to, to, to give a summary, and I think there've been a few people who said, "Yeah, look, looking at the negatives, and why couldn't we have signed a forward?" And Batman's had a bit of a, a bit of a nightmare. Will he come round? Obviously, as you'd expect, but a, a, an awful lot of people looks at it as this was exactly as you said. It was a continuation of the performance against QPR, but not didn't quite have those, those breakthrough moments. And if it if you did have those breakthrough moments, then you might be relaxing more. You might be there. Who? A couple of people said it was only a couple, two or three tackles. I thought it was more than that, and I thought, but they also said, yeah, but his distribution was excellent. I thought it was his best game in a Watford mm. shirt, and and I thought I made the comment when I was chatting to to Aaron from from the preview show and from Argyle Life and Green and White Pod, and I said actually, I think a lot of your better play was snuffed out exactly as you mentioned earlier on. And therefore, you didn't get to the next stages and the next steps, which was really something. It is. It was a game. It was a nil-nil draw. But we can. We're able to take a look at it and take the positives and the negatives out of it because that's what the club will do, and we hope they will. And we hope that the all of the stuff that we've seen this week, be it from a win last week, a loss or a drawing loss in midfoot in in midweek, the at your place stuff and the more communication carrying on, hopefully, is good. And today, looking at a performance and going, no, it was an 
entertaining game, but ah, oh, you know, there's a couple of little bits we get into good positions, but we don't really we didn't get enough bodies into the box and we didn't work their keeper enough. Fundamentally, yeah. your point your point about two two v one in terms of clear opportunities is very fair. So I think that as Aaron had said, he'd he'd have pulled your arm off for that result before the game, and they are they've come up. I think they looked organised. The game, it, what it reminded me of a little bit, and and people might feel free to disagree, but that that had a feeling to me almost of a Millwall last season turning up at us. Mm. And it, it, if we'd have played that game with the same level of intensity and the same lack of intent as we played last season, that could have been a 2-0 to Plymouth. Mm. But we didn't. We turned up, we rolled up our sleeves, we shut them down all over the park. We had bodies getting into the final third, just not into the box enough. We had options. We made a quadruple substitution. The one thing we need is somebody else to give Bio another, or the manager, another option to Bio from the bench, maybe. Who knows? But as you quite rightly said, and as I said earlier on, he could have put another forward in there. He might still have just hit the rookery stand as well. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? But anyway, there you go. There you go, John. John, thank you very much as always, sir. I'm glad you're I'm glad your friend at least will have enjoyed the result and the game, hopefully with you. So that's all good. This is Barry from Watford saying you are listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Thank you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. <laughs> at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. We are going to go to the five-word reviews. I haven't done the Pete's elongated stupid question because I forgot to put it in, but I do have it and it'll go out for the next one. But there we go. Let's get to your lovely five-word reviews. Brian Edwards said, three serious fuck-ups. Yes, everybody, we got to that sweary end of the uh, the show. Chris Bone said, incestuous yokels deny golden boys. I'm sorry, Aaron. Gary said, what's Greg having for dinner? We failed to ask him. But we did find out about him wanting to take Ben Manga home for dinner, which was news to Mrs. Wendover. Mikey Abraham said, entertaining match, just missing goals. Exactly. Absolutely. Brian Edwards back again. Hoot fully deserved the plaudit. Save Lavender Backman, my worst ever nightmare. You're seeing this. Uncle Ron said, disgustingly negligent, no striker signed. He came on earlier on and said, I want to see a sign. Why haven't we signed a striker? And, and why have we given a five-year contract? I said, really, are those two things mutually exclusive? But you're just having a worry. Jimmy Pesto says, sorry, we need a number nine, but there's only one R in sorry. Do you see what he did there? Sorry, Cabba. There you go. Gareth Kingswood Hornet says, big lump up front required. <laughs> Gareth, I think that's the very definition of, of, of sorry, Cabba. Brian Edwards back for another couple. Plymouth defended very well. I think they did. I agree with you. He also said, entertaining football at the Vic. And I think that's something we can all agree on. I think the football we're seeing is infinitely more interesting than it has been for the last 
two to three years. Absolutely fair play. Alan WFC Hallowan has said, uh, we'll sign striker after that. Um, hopefully, fingers crossed, give Dan Backman a chance this season, says Jade H. Brian's back again. Bio is not the answer, he said. Carbs, Backman owes Porteous a drink. Yes. There was a couple of those, weren't there? Freya, hey, Freya says, needs a number nine, please. You can see where we're going with this. Natasha Wright, still jet-lagged from Stevenage. Could you be jet-lagged from Stevenage? It seems a strange and almost uneconomical form of transport from Stevenage, personally. She also says, positives, yet vulnerable, equals concerned. Well, we can be concerned at third in the table, as long as we go and beat beat, beat Stokes. Simon Parkin says, Aspria, more fun than Dave. Oh, there you go. Dave, obviously, being the Rodney lookalike, the, the wonderful Georgi Jack Fatadze, who was slightly less shiny than he was last week because we all went, well, you're going to do something brilliant every time, aren't you? Which is a bit unfair. Paul Fiander Turner said, Uncle Ron should be muted. <laughs> I imagine that was after our discussion. A Watford fan enjoys angry trust Valerian says, we got to sign someone, bro. Jason Rose said, cow's ass with a banjo. Louis Tashira, just one of those days. Pete, unhappy man, how you, Pete? Says, shows how bar bad QPR are. Yet they weren't great. And yet they've beaten Cardiff away, who've signed a number of, of, of players, including people like Josh Bowler, the former star at, at, at Blackpool, guy called E.K. Ugbo, who was one of Chelsea's former players who's been playing out in Belgium and, and the kind of places we normally sign players from. And most importantly, of course, Aaron Ramsey. Yeah, QPR getting a result today. For FC Sweden says, we need a number nine. I think you're getting where we're going here. Very frustrating afternoon, says George White. Foregoing two two words there. He's just done it in three. And George has just gone, no, I'm too frustrating. I'm just doing it in three. Michael Froome says, very entertaining number nine needed. I think there was some punctuation in there that I completely missed. Moles, at least we didn't concede. Very well said. Dickie Sutton, weak ticker, hates Backman possession. Yes, it. we were discussing it earlier on and saying, we're nervous. Are we transmitting it to Dan? I don't know, because I don't know which one is the most nervous. James DJ says, scoring boots left on coach. Silgerman, hey, mate, says, no goals, but I'm entertained. It was entertaining. Hampshire Hornet, striker required. Backman still concerning. There's a theme here. Dave, not very... <laughs> oh, look at this. Dave, not very gorgeous today. He, he's done a real play with Georgi there. I like that. Willie Eckers, again, good game. Need a striker. Hampshire Hornet. How bad must Healy be? If you've got him on the bench and you didn't put him on, you've got to ask why. I do think we were we looked like we were lagging in energy, and that's why he went for that quadruple substitution. But you've got to think that and Wendover has called it out before that he has been known to swap the, all of the top three in in previous seasons when he's had the players to do. So the points that Uncle Ron and the points that Ellie and the points that all of those people who've been saying, would you just sign someone, are making about them not being ready yet, that it's, it's, it's maybe fair play there. Ben Slater, heart rate through the roof. Paddleboarder, uh, paddleboarder's back, by the way. Number who's, who's joint top with with Brian Edwards on the over convoluted league. Sorry, guys, we'll get it back again next time. Says Pedro Lovers more. <laughs> yes, it's. Did, did we find out if Pedro actually scored today? I think he did. I think he did. That would be in the four one win for Brighton over Luton Town. Uh, Adam missing Yao more every day. Rob C. Jesus Index says positive keeper questions missing goal. It was indeed Luke Carter. Bye, Backman. Hello, new striker. Gary Fleming, striker away from a decent team. Well, that's good. That's good because I think as we were looking at this earlier on, everybody was thinking, and, and we've been talking, and I don't necessarily disagree with this, that the squad could do with 
more reinforcements in the middle at the back on the wing as a forward. But I think we're probably getting a little bit more relaxed with these with these players in their positions, maybe a bit more confident in them. Who knows? Terry says, Terry Rusey says, commitment wanted, no complaints there. Brilliant. Excellent point. Like that very much indeed. Hornet Fez says, entertaining but need a striker. Danny, awful finishing but decent performance. Nick Newland. Hey, Nick in New Zealand there, mate. Club captain needs to go. <laughs> Mr. X Donald says, Backman and Bio are bobbins. Nice alliteration. We don't see enough alliteration from you guys, people. Up your alliteration game. Was that Bruce Forsyth? It may have been. Who knows? There's people who weren't around in the 1970s going, Pete, what the fuck are you talking about? Ellie says, that performance boils my piss. I don't think everybody agrees with that, Ellie. I think the result, yeah, we could have liked it, but the performance was reasonable. Striker and goalie needed pronto, says Watford status. Sean Pugh says, hoot impeccable. Backman, heart attack. <laughs> Nick Core says, don't give Backman the ball. Matt Homewood comes in with a couple and completely disregards his five-word nonsense. Well done, Matt, for strutting your own stuff, treading your own path. He says, need to buy Francisco Mexedo from Porto and get Cameron Archer in on loan. Deal. Simple. There you go. Francisco Mexedo. Wendover, go and look this person up. We know about Cameron Archer, and I don't think anybody disagrees with Matt, but Matt carries on. 20 shots, great moments, and lots of them. Need a ruthless striker and play check at number 10. That's all. <laughs> what do you mean, that's all, Matt? You've gone here, you've completely ridden roughshod over my five-word rules, and fair play to you. But that's all. That's a real That's a real shot in the arm at the end. TJ says, Livermore ate all the pies. I won't make any comment about any pie-eating behaviour because I would burst out in a fit of hypocrisy. Jack, we heard him earlier and said headless chickens all around, and he said that's up front and missing goals. Jonathan Hale, we need a proper striker. Steve, Steve Sav 99 says, can't start bio very often. WFC and LFC says sign striker, midfielder, and goalkeeper. Exactly what I was just saying two minutes ago. Well said. Sean Walsh, it was a great game. QPR was just an illusion, says Marco Eusebio. Hornet Fez back again says Backman haters can fuck right off. Okay, so that's just six. Bite me. <laughs> oh, this is good stuff. Hornet Fez, if you are prepared to have an argument with me as I read the tweet, that's proper. Oh, fucking, that's brilliant. Hornet Fez, well done. WC George says fucking bio, learn to shoot. That's what I like to see. I like to see a, a level of. of, of <laughs> a bombastic entitlement that we can then enjoy. Let's have a look at some of the longer forms and then you crazy kids can get out for a Saturday night on the booze or dinner or whatever it is you're doing. Stephen Atkinson said, some of Hoot's passes today were very reminiscent of Ian Bolton with their precision. Head and shoulders above everyone else on the pitch today. Now, am I the only one spotting Wesley Hoot and the head and shoulders reference and thinking... What are we thinking of that man bun? I'm not sure I'm convinced, but it was, and you do not get a greater compliment than uh, a centre half passing out like Ian Bolton from the back because it the man was oh brilliant. Paul Fiander Turner says, "Great to see full slash wingbacks showing discipline. Even better that they make a mistake, but their heads don't drop." Porteous, much more disciplined too, and Hoot very tidy. <laughs> In what sense? Because I've heard some comments about Hoot that make me sus- Spec, that may also be right up there with the head and shoulders, double-edged comment. He also says, Martin's great, but didn't shoot when he had the chance. Aspria did when he shouldn't have. 
positives. Excellent. Brian Edwards back in the longer form here. It doesn't feel like two points dropped. More pleasing progression. Well done. Well done. Wendover has just basically posted a picture of sorry Gabba, which is very hard to articulate other than to say it's a picture of sorry Gabba. John Parslow, we heard there, he said three positives. Morris was outstanding. Aspria <laughs> is alive and lively. The dice technically have forecast four points and no goals conceded. Lots to be happy about. John, we are not allowing you to predict games on an average basis. No, I'm sorry. The dice are 0 for 2 currently. Brian Edwards also said, sat here awaiting the random question. I am so sorry. I'm so sorry. I could put it out there, but it would just basically be a race between you and Paddleboarder. Paul Fiander Turner says, uh, Morales, Ellington, Gray, Saar. Nah. Mooney, Phillips, Deeney. Yay. There's an example of players that we've signed for lots of money unconvincingly, shall we say, and and players who we bought for a song who were really rather good. Louis Teixeira said, played well, did everything apart from sticking one in the net. Looked organised, moved the ball well and created some good chances. Thought Martins was excellent today. Not perfect, but overall a positive start and a massive improvement. On to Stoke. Paul Fiander Turner, Backman. Uh, he says, Backman cost us nothing when we signed him. He's done well for us as a shot stopper. He's not a sweeper keeper, though. Fans give him grief for missing the bigger, uh, or missing the bigger picture of making a keeper that can't kick play out so much so it's it is the way he is being asked to play we do know that this was going to be the case with Valerian Ishmael I think that was Ron's point earlier on saying knowing that's the case and knowing that he likes doesn't like it shouldn't we go and get one but for me goalkeepers who can play like Valerian Ishmael wants the goalkeeper to play are like hen's teeth and they also cost huge amounts of money. Stephen Atkinson back. He said, I do wish the Batman haters would just shut the fuck up. He's actually used the acronym. I decided to expand it. I apologize. He made more actual saves than the Plymouth goalkeeper today. He is not the problem. As I said, two clean sheets, two clean sheets. LEM says, yes, this is positivity we need from John P. John, John, Johnny's always positivity. He is number 18 on the squad list under the name of Positivity Parslow. Although, in fairness, he has simply betrayed his dog because it was raining slightly outside. I think we will be reporting him to the RSPCA for no apparent reason other than the kicks. Wendover Horn back now, this time not throwing in a, a graphic saying, running our centre-backs ragged? I don't think so. Oh, that was Sue to Aaron's point. I thought... The the lad up front, his name Hardy. I thought he was really his movement was really good. I it was one of those where I'd look at it and go, if we came back and we'd signed him for a hundred grand, I would be going, thank you very much. I don't think we'd get anywhere close to him for a hundred grand, obviously. But there we go, Paul Fiander Turner. As for the inevitable Rupert Rant, Andrews is academy. Morris was free, but he was also free, but he was in the academy for two years. Backman free, Livermore free, Bashira free. Who's Bashira? Am I missing something? I must, must be. We need some perspective here. Sean said, currently championship top goal scorer to fan. Oh, no. Please tell me that's not the case. Oh, it can't be him. Oh, when we get to play. Oh, blimey. That's not good. And when we get to talk to, to Hullenbach, he'll be all unnecessary about that. Gary said, loves Jack's use of the word pub, but not bar. Elian <laughs> back again. Please stop moaning. Who were you saying about that at that particular point? 47 minutes ago, I would guess that was probably Ron or Ellie. Gary said, Devon White. Yes. Yes, you're right. You can have forwards that don't cost much that are also crap. Andrew Argent. Who's better in CDM? Chowdhury or Sirialta? Sirialta. 
has performed well there was a moment earlier on where he did a little kind of a dummy and turned out he's do we think he's growing into this role Maybe it's a good call, Andrew. Lee Jackson said, my concern is pace up front. The new number nine has to have it in abundance for me. So many times we looked for a through ball, but knew it was pointless playing it as Bayo was the man on the end of it. Sean Walsh said, I'm so bored of armchair fan Uncle Ron Senior. He's Watford's Donald Trump. He'll like that. He will like that. He'll take that, I'm sure. Donald Trump constantly complaining, dull, monotonous, and makes no contribution to the club in voice or pounds. Let's move on. Sean Oh, I love that. Ron, I look forward to your response. Love that, though. LM. Yes, Paul. I don't even know. Oh, what's that? LM, you're having conversations with people. I'm not even knowing what's going on. Tomo comes on, comes on and says, Massacre. Four shots on target isn't exactly a massacre. Love how fans have tinted glasses. Well, we wouldn't have one any other way. Tomo has a PAFC abbreviation at the end. I don't believe he thinks it was a massacre. I did play it a different way, but hey. It's a subjective game. We all watch the game. We all see what happens. But I think the overall context here here has been one of Plymouth. I think we were reasonably impressed with you. Sean Walsh again. He says, my first of the season, and I thought it was a cracker. Such an improvement on last season. A few Batman boys, boo boys around me, which we politely discussed at halftime. Let's park the noises off from last year. This is a team worth backing, and it will only improve with our backing. Nice one, Sean. Like that. I'd, it doesn't matter what your opinion is, guys, as ever. You don't have to be one way or the other in terms of your thoughts about the game or about anything. If you're a Watford fan and you want to say something and you just want to articulate it, then you can do so here. That's the whole idea. If you don't wish to, you can obviously keep it yourself. There's no problem with that. There's no problem with the silent majority. We don't pretend to speak for the silent majority. We just try to provide you with an opportunity if you wish to articulate it. Ben Southern says, I was there. Saxon was super. So many one-on-ones and dealt with everything. Edwards also 1v1 held his own. Mm, okay. Jack Knapman, Argyle are massive everywhere we go. Defensive masterclass today. Oh, look at this. We are seeing some we're seeing some contribution here from from the Devon quarter. Jack, have a good have a good trip back down to down to Devon. Nick Cubbett says that really reminds me so much of JP back in 2020. Maybe Stansible Hornet said, utter shit. Get a striker in now. Seems seems possibly a little over the top, but hey. It's your thoughts that count, not mine. But actually, I agree with the get a striker in now. Just the utter shit bit. Michael, clearly, we need a striker. Don't disagree with that at all. Don't disagree with that at all. Four points. Would we have liked six? Yeah, of course we would have liked six. Would we have liked a a goal? Yes. Would it have materially changed the game? Might it have gone off in any different number of directions? Of course it would. It wasn't. It was a nil game. I do agree with personally with the defending uh, defending masterclass comment. I thought Plymouth were really well organised. They were solid. I don't think they're going to be rollovers for anybody this season. Last year they won the league, but they did so on games of tight margins. For that, you need to be able to defend. You need to have some solidity, and you need to have something up at the top end. We didn't really quite get to see that top end because the defensive line, I think, Porteous, but more than anybody who was was had a really fabulous game. Lovely to see Matthias Martins. And let's be honest, we have called him Pat Butcher for quite a lot because it's we're stupid and it's his hair. And what can you do? We, we've never claimed to be anything beyond infantile. But today, what a game. It was lovely to see it. It was lovely to see it. So there we go. There we go. There we go. Let's get our last couple of callers in. And then we are going to wind it down. Let's go to Gary, and then we'll go to Danny, loyal loyal Hornet. Gary, sir, if you want to hit your mic button, you know the deal. Hello, Peter. <laughs> Hello, mate. How are you doing? I'm going to be very, very quick. So I'm doing a workout uh-huh. on my Peloton bike, and I'm absolutely <laughs> hanging out of my ass. 
<laughs> well, there's an image for everybody. Yeah, like, carry, carry on then. Um, I just want to say, yeah, Ozan's who fan got a hat trick today. So there's only one thing I've got to say. Peter, he is a bastard. <laughs> there you yeah. go, everybody. <laughs> there you go. I wondered how we were going to get round to it. But there he is, hanging out of his arse on a peloton. There's Gary for you, everybody. That's what we needed. Oh, Gary, superb. Thank you very much, sir. Wonderful stuff. Let's get across to Danny, and then we will wrap it up because we had Danny on a couple of weeks ago, which was which was an excellent addition. And we'll see we'll see what what your thoughts were, Dan. What did you think of what did you think of proceedings this afternoon? When we in previous games, when we tend to get these results against newly promoted teams, you could disappoint. But I'm actually coming out after the game quite happy in a weird way. Because the, the signs yeah. were there for us to be, the signs are there for us to be a really good team. We're just missing that clinical edge up front. Very good, very good. I think that's the overall kind of summary. There are differences in terms of how we how we articulate it. Because some people use expletives for it and say it's inexcusable or it's ridiculous, etc. All of that. But I think we all agree. Yeah, we do need that forward up front. We need some. We need another option. And interestingly, do we need a big striker? Or do we, as was mentioned on one of those reviews there, have we got a lack of pace in forward positions? In what are your thoughts? In an ideal world, you'd like to see us get two because it gives us different options. I think I'm not, it'd be easy to blame Bayer today. Yes, he should have scored that chance, but he did play really well. He held the ball up well, knocked some balls off. It'd be easy to blame him, but previous people were there. Plymouth defended really well. They were a unit. No worries. Um, no worries. And, anyway, on. ideally two strikers come in. One for a similar sort of player to Bayo. And then also a strike with a bit of pace, which could then give us another option. No, that's fair enough. Yeah, well, we, you you could then have the big and little man, yeah, couldn't exactly. you? And it's to, to my knowledge, which is not which is not encyclopedic, but I think that Ishmael likes to play with a three. But I believe for the guys who went on Stevenage at one point on Tuesday, he did play with the two up front. Did he mm. not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just trying to think. Cameron Archer is the obvious option, but. I'm not sure if the club would be sort of pay the money for him. I'm not sure if we do can get a deal for him. That be that would be brilliant if we can, but I'm not too sure if we could. We shall see. But never mind. What are, what are your hopes for Stoke? Are you go, are you going to be getting? Yeah, there? of course. Yeah, I'm a, I'm there. I'm in a way every week. I'll be at Stoke. Good yeah. Good stuff. Well, look, have a good trip up there, mate. Have a great one, and give us a shout and let us know how the how it compares with the last time we were up there. Obviously, which was the four nil yeah. win from memory. Another one of them would be absolutely well well deserved. Hopefully, <laughs> well, let's hope so. Let's hope so. Danny, lovely stuff, mate. Have a great Saturday evening. Take care, mate. Lo- lovely stuff. Thank you very much, Danny. There's a couple of points that have just come in. Stephen Atkinson said, "Sorry, Devon White was not crap. He rarely lost a header, but he didn't have anyone picking up the knockdowns. If he had been partnered with a." Blissett or Phillips, instead of the dross that he had at the time, he would have created more goals and probably scored more himself. There you go, Stephen Atkinson, standing up for Devon White. So, fair play. I did warn you all, and if he's listening, and well done, sir. And from, from to, to Hullenbach has already sent us a note over saying, hat-trick hero today, Ozan fan. Cheers, mate. Cheers, Ant. Really glad for that. Brian Edwards said, pray for Danny. I know we got Danny back. He's all right. Everything's okay there. And uh, Uncle Ron was was then picking up and talking about and saying, uh, in conversation with the earlier criticism, saying that nobody knows what his contribution to the bat, to the club is. And also, he hadn't heard 
he hadn't heard Sean coming on the spaces. Well, you don't have to come on the spaces and talk if you don't want to. That's why we have the five words and the long forms, because not everybody wants to come on and talk, and that's fair enough. There's no problem with that. But you can articulate it there. You are allowed to express your opinion. Just do so nicely. That's all we That's all we respectfully ask. Anyway, guys, oh, Bashira is Tom Delhi. Of course he is. Tom Delhi Bashiru. Not Bashira. Bashira sounds like a character from, I don't know, Kitlin's The Jungle Book. Or is that Bashira? I think that was Bashira. Anyway, who knows? Oh, dear, I'm going off on one. I'm going off on one. I'm talking about Disney characters now. There we go. Nil-nil today. I think an encouraging performance. I think a lot of people are taking that and, and seeing, yes, there are things for us to need. We've heard from the club in the midweek that, yes, we are in negotiation for somebody. If we were hearing that we weren't, then we, we, we might be worried. But that, there's something there. Could we maybe end up having two? Who knows? We shall see. But anyway, thank you so much for listening, everybody. Thank you so much for all the people who listen. Thank you so much for all the people who contribute, be it via calling in. We Otherwise, because without you guys, there is no, there, there's nothing to share audio-wise with everybody. And this is what it's about. It's just about what your thoughts are at any given time. For those people who contribute uh, uh, on the texts, which is just another option, be it the five word reviews or the longer form thank you so much for taking the time and considering it uh, worthwhile doing we hope you find it fun we certainly do we certainly do so next game is is up to the bet 365 to taking on stoke who have been uh, clearing debt which would be a nice thing for us to do they've been signing players which might be a nice thing for us to do but the one thing we have is seemingly a team or a squad actually aligned, as we heard from Rich earlier on, seemingly behind the manager. And we've seen two performances that felt like consistency. And I don't think we got consistency in terms of performances or in terms of positive performances last year. Let's keep our fingers crossed and see if we can go in the right direction. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Have a great Saturday evening. We will have all of this nonsense up on the uh, up on the podcast over the next day or so. Have a great evening. We'll see you soon. You on Zah! It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.